that, but what, what was the title again? Thumbs up or down, you decide. Oh, okay, so uh, the second thumbs is not in there. Huh? The, yeah. Okay. That, 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 that's what my problem was. I didn't remember how the title down. went, so I just Thumbs remember. up or down, question mark, you decide. Yeah, I think that was my problem. It's like I, I was remember I, I was so fixated on like what we were taking an inspiration pub that I forgot. It's like what, what was the full, what was the actual title again? That so was I'm basically like... how I was spelling it. I even have that on my Instagram. I click it on there. Co-host on thumbs up or down, you decide. <laughs> well, now that I've officially get okay, and now I'm that I'm probably gonna be sharing it on manager or um, co-producer. <laughs> Since I came up with a name, I have to I have to do something. <laughs> to audit. Title title rights. I was trying to abbreviate it, so I was thinking it's like I the first sub I thought it was to deed, so it's now it's to wadded. Uh, but anyways, uh, hello everybody, and welcome back to uh, Thumbs Up or Down, you decide. I am Eric Chappelle, and joining me today is Melissa Leach. Hello. And over off, uh, joining us, is, listening in the background, is Maya Taylor. Hey! <laughs> and today, uh, our discussion is going to be on the 2020 film. Yes, something actually came out this year, surprisingly, <laughs> if you were early enough to catch it. Onward, the latest from Disney and Pixar. And uh, this time directed by Dan Scanellan, uh, who directed uh, Monsters University. That part and writing the screenplay as well, and it also stars Chris Pratt and Tom Holland as two trolls in uh, modern mythical lands. Uh, we'll explain that later. Uh, on a quest to see their dad for a day after being passed away. The thing about it is, uh, this is definitely one of the more uh, niche Pixar films. Uh, when even even from when the trailers came out, because like. It definitely felt like, uh, from the look of it, it definitely looked more like a more safe approach compared to like what Pixar was usually uh, usually doing, considering the teaser was just, you know, showing a pair of brothers gearing up to go on a road trip or something. At, at are, least... you, are you referring to the trailer or the poster? I'm referring to the the teaser trailer that I saw. Like, this is like the first trailer. Okay, that they because showed. to be honest with you... I don't think I ever saw the trailer, any trailer, prior to seeing the movie. I literally just saw the movie poster hmm. and was like, hell yes, I'm seeing that. Honestly, I don't even remember seeing the trailer after I saw the movie. Yeah, and as I'm the, looking the tra- it up... The, the, the poster was enticing for me enough. Yeah, because like, even from when I was... Because, like, bear in mind, I was still going to the movies constantly, but it's like, but it's like, yeah, even for me, it's like, I barely saw a trailer for this, uh... Even though it did say, like, it played in front of Toy Story 4, then Spider-Man Far From Home, and a couple other Disney releases, it's like, I... Yeah, the the advertising... The marketing kind of escaped me, except for, like, brief glimpses here and there. Yeah, see, I'm still... Now that you've mentioned it, I'm actually trying to figure out if I even did see the trailer, because quite frankly, I don't even remember it. Uh, this might have been one of those films where it's like, yeah, it's like, I, you, you didn't see the trailer that much, so it's like, when you hear people say, like, oh, it was heavily marketed, it's like, wait, what marketing? Although, considering the last film I heard had that kind of story was The Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure, and I'm just thinking, oh, that's not a good sign to hear. I mean, yeah, if I honestly did see the trailer for it, because um, honestly, the, the only thing I was really going by with this film possibly clips of the movie from 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 doing theater checks but 
Like I said, all I remember was seeing the trailer for it, or not seeing the trailer, see, seeing the poster for it, mm-hmm. realizing it was Disney, um, and obviously Magical Creatures, and I was like, okay, hell yes, I'm all over that. Was it the teaser me. poster where it's uh, showing the brothers on top of the van? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think just saying the movie Onward, the title on it, mm-hmm. was really all I saw, and then I went to go see the movie... Um, but yeah, I don't remember much of the trailer. Yeah, that, although I guess that could be, I guess, a smart part on Disney. It's like, hey, you know, it's like, let's, like, keep it in secret, and then it's like... Oh, wait, you know what, should I actually do remember now? I do remember the trailer, but, um, I probably saw it, like, once, and yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't, uh... Yeah, I think I might have seen it once or twice, and then maybe, I was probably reminded of it when I was watching, uh, Double Toasted's take on it. Um, I'm you're, you're, I'm starting to realize now your relationships towards movies tends to change when you actually start working for the movie theater. Yeah, you don't, or you don't do you don't do as much research for it, which or some some people may do, but for me, I didn't do as much research like with googling as I did prior to working for the movie theater because I I think I was just really basing it on theater checks at that point because I thought okay if I at least watch clips of it. That would be kind of like equivalent to watching clips of it on YouTube or something to that effect. Yeah. And that would determine whether or not I actually wanted to see the movie. Um, and then I kind of went from there. So my, my relationship with, with the movies somewhat changed and shifted after I worked for Movie Theater. Now I'm more like prone to actually start Googling stuff, Googling movies, mm-hmm. now that I'm obviously not working there right now. But yeah. It, it, it weirdly changes. It really shifts. It weirdly shifts. Yeah. I so. mean, even though I, I mean, I'm saying this as someone who's never worked at a theater, so I don't know how that has been, but it's like, there are some films where I will actually do research on, but there are all other times where I'm thinking about, it's like, should I know more about this? Or, I mean, this, this whole topic itself could be like a discussion for another episode. Like, just like, do trailers, does seeing the trailers ruin or enhance your experience with the movie and if so how do you know because uh, you usually know the history behind certain movies is there any history you want to uh include here um well i know the one major thing about it is that uh apparently before the film came out there was a lawsuit from uh a tattoo artist in san francisco who was saying it's like uh disney kind of stole their design for the the van that is used in the film Oh lord! Yeah, I think I think it's still going on. Uh, just trying to deal with the merchandising, so forth. The I believe, but yeah, that was kind of interesting to read up on. Uh, even looking at like the release of it and just seeing it in comparison with other films, it's like I definitely got the feeling that I knew I was gonna enjoy it regardless. Because mm-hmm. uh, the I mean from from I mean even then it's like Pixar with like some of their B stuff. It's like I can still enjoy it fine. Like. Uh, but, like, even with, like, some other weaker stuff, like, with the Cars movies or with, uh, I don't know. And, like, some people kind of tend to, like, knock Brave as, like, one of the weaker ones. But it's, like, even then, it's, like, I can still, like, find a lot to, like, really find something that's worth uh, seeing from it. And, uh, like, especially Brave. Like, uh, especially hearing about how, like, uh, the efforts on how, like, they had to get new technology for Merida's hair. It's, like, that's, it definitely holds some importance to that. I, this is definitely something we're going to have to probably talk about on another 
episode of this with, with, with Pixar's and their movies, but so you're saying that a lot of people think that Onward is is one of the weaker movies or Brave? Uh well Brave, uh I, I'm not saying I think by weak it's like that's I think like when you say that about Pixar, it's like it's I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing, it's just saying it's like, you know, it's I because I love Brave. I don't get me wrong. I oh, yeah. absolutely love it. But it's like, I can understand where someone could say it's like they probably might might have had a different idea of like what the film was supposed to be in their heads, you know? Because mm. there are a lot of people who have that. It's like, especially with Star Wars fans, where it's like, oh, it didn't live up to my fan fiction. Yeah. Boo, zero stars. <laughs> yeah, but with me, it's like, I'm... I've gotten to the point where it's like I can be a, a little bit more appreciative of like you know what I do get uh, mm-hmm. if it is deserving of it and but it's like I, at the same time I can understand where some people might think not as much of it like uh, especially with you and, and, and Uncut Gems it's like you can respect it but it's not something you would want to go and recommend to people. I can I can respect it for certain aspects, but it's definitely um, not my favorite movie to say the least. Although I could be kind of biased here because technically I am one of those people who's a really big fan of animation. Partly because of the fact that I have so much respect for artists who are in that field since I know, coming from personal experience of having tried to dabble into, I know how hard it is. I at one point was chasing after a career in the animation field until I realized uh, that was a, that would have been a big mistake on my part. But, um, yeah, I just... Okay. I don't know. She's just kind of... She's in her own little world, man. <laughs> I, I, I've heard a lot of stories about the, how difficult the animation industry is. Yeah. So it's like, I could... I think that might be it. It's like I, it's like I do respect it. It's like, but at the same time, I can understand. It's like, it's very... It can be very difficult to get communication through but i mean when when i definitely don't know if i would agree about it being one of the weaker films to be honest with you i actually think in my eyes it's one of possibly one of the strong ones in my opinion Mm. when it comes uh and this is also coming from someone who also thinks that frozen 2 with the animation was very highly strong See, this is one of the reasons why I love this film. God, they were, I, oh God, they, they were in my eyes so fucking intelligent with this movie. Mm. Because there's so many things I love about this movie and there's not a whole lot that I don't like. And I think a lot of it makes, a lot of it is with the storyline. Really? Well, be, besides that, there's a lot of, um, this movie is in my eyes very, very relatable. Yes, I... And that, in my eyes, is one of the reasons why it is one of the strongest films, is because so many people, there are so many themes in this movie that so many people, no matter what age you are, can relate to. Yeah, and uh, I, I agree with you in that sense, and uh, it's also kind of like what I was uh, going back to say with Brave, it's like, you know, it's like, unless you have, like, a real good emotional attachment, uh, it's like, it, that's gonna depend on whether or not you do love the movie. And uh, Some people, I, I, I can, I don't mean to interrupt you, but what mm-hmm. I was gonna say was some people could possibly have it, have that attachment because of the culture. Yeah. Or because of possibly the storyline, because I can honestly see how maybe a person who is a, a, a woman who is really close to her mother or someone might actually, you know, identify strongly and stuff like that and love the movie for that reason. 
Right. So, yeah. And, yeah, and that's uh, what I felt like was... <laughs> it's what I felt like a lot of people felt like with uh, with Onward. They fed... But I thought, yeah, that was something that really caught my attention. Well, for me, it's it's not just about, like, the, the brotherly connection. It's also the fact of the lessons that they're actually teaching, like, a lack of a belief in yourself and things of that nature, with it, which is this character's actually going through. I'm like, see, there's so many aspects. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I don't care what age you are. I, I know people who, who are in different ages altogether who all who can identify with not thinking that they're good enough or feeling like they're lesser than or not feeling like like they're just good in general or just don't have a whole lot of belief in themselves. So Nevada's education system? <laughs> God damn you, Eric. <laughs> yes, majority of <laughs> Being born and raised here and having gone through the Clark County School District my entire goddamn life, yes. <laughs> I can very much relate to the shitty education system. Then I... In a lot of ways, I am having to re-educate myself on certain subjects, which is not a fun task. No, it's not. Uh, very problematic. <laughs> but going back to Onward and its yes. themes of uh, self-worth and... For once, a movie did not include the, ta- the theme of bullying because... Yeah. Because um, admittedly... A person does not have to be bullied in order to not believe in themselves or have low self-esteem. Yeah, like, e- even with some of the cops, that, or some of the people that just, like, don't like uh, the older brother in the film, it's like, uh, you can understand that it's, like, it's not because they hate him, it's just because, oh, yeah. like, they're just trying to maintain peace and he can be a little bit reckless. He can. Um, his positives in my eyes, outweigh the negatives, because in my eyes, I, I, I see him as yeah. being reckless, but he's got a big heart. Yeah, he's, he's just a... He's just a... He just doesn't know any better. He's a big teddy bear. He's, he's, um... He's not afraid to nerd out over the things that he loves, and he doesn't give a shit what other people think about him. Yeah. That is actually one of the things that I love about his character, is the fact that mm-hmm. he's probably himself, doesn't change for anyone, and he actually does have a lot of faith in himself, and he does believe in himself. That's one thing I actually absolutely loved about this film. It's, it's, you're, it's like I said, mm-hmm. the way that they did this film is just pure magic, in my opinion. Between the themes and the storyline and the care, I'm, I just I, I loved it. <laughs> and the fact that the, the mother in one scene, when when the, her her cop boyfriend is telling her. Oh yeah, he, he he drove off by himself, and she's like, "Oh yeah, good for him." Instead of being pissed off, instead of being pissed off, that her kid just yeah. ran away, dro- drove off from the cops. She's sitting there saying, "Oh yeah, good for him. Good, good, you know, he's he's really getting out." And then and I'm like, I like this woman. I like her a lot. Yeah, she's not. She doesn't care that her her, her son just just ran away from the cops. No, it's oh, okay, good. He's actually you know. But I I'm I'm not the proud. Oh, I, I I remember what the line was. It was the line from Anchorman. It's like, uh, I'm not mad. I'm actually kind of amazed. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I, I'm it was still mad. <laughs> I'm impressed. I, I always love when characters um, have those moments of best, uh, those pick for the best no, I think it was, it, I, I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been, uh, that might have been. I, yeah. It's been so long since I've seen the first Anchorman. 
this movie what first off the animation was it was incredible as 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 is all all of these freaking these movies and I, I will admit they really do a damn good job with with hiring people who know who know their stuff and are very very talented but yeah pixar definitely uh, uh improves their animation like with each film yeah. like e- even with a good dinosaur which i will i've never actually seen that film yeah that's another one of those like uh you know b-grade disney films but mm. it's like it's it has uh the that could be another uh topic to discuss but it's like the one thing i will say it's like it may not be the best writing wise but animation wise it is honestly probably pixar's best in my opinion like i i'd honestly say like a close contender is probably like the incredibles 2 like just Mm. just on animation alone yeah admittedly i thought that i felt that way actually about incredibles 2 uh when i saw the animation for it i was like wow they vastly improved Mm -hmm. a lot of things about Ten years can do a difference. Admittedly, my 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 uh, opinion with with the Incredibles had has somewhat shifted after knowing a friend of mine. I'll mm. have to explain that to you we'll, later. On we'll a later get day. to that <laughs> someday. <laughs> yeah, it's just everything about this movie it, from from the concept of the characters and their parallels to each other and mm-hmm. the storyline. I mean, it's just everything worked. <laughs> yeah and it, uh, it definitely helps uh especially when you got the cast because like i feel like uh because chris pratt and tom holland really it does get to a point where it's like i forgot i was i finally just forgot they were vo- uh i was picturing actors in a booth and it's like i'm focusing on these guys ironically enough i actually would here's here's the funny thing when, when it comes to the older brother mm-hmm. there's a certain um because i've seen a couple of chris pratt's interviews Really? Where he's talking about a certain job that he had to do, where where he, it was, what he calls the something about the uh, the dipshit test is what according <laughs> to which he called it. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but it's okay. like this. It's like this um, motto that he used to, to you he used to say when uh, at a job that he was like. I think a manager at or something like that, and the way he delivers this motto literally sounded to me like the brother on onward so mm. you know, having already gotten that visual of chris pratt doing this impression of from his old job for some strange reason i couldn't stop picturing chris pratt doing this impression of his, the, the, the thing from his old job with this character ecstatic exuberance and stuff like that with life and 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 his just geeking out over over all this stuff i kept picturing chris pratt doing this impression like oh my god because like i said it was it was almost like the exact same energy with with tom holland i i didn't even i was seeing a character i wasn't i was seeing a character being coming to life but with chris pratt i couldn't stop thinking about his impression doing this with the character, because like I said, it was almost like the exact same energy. But admittedly, I I was thinking, man, Chris Pratt, the, he was like the perfect part to play, or the perfect actor to play this role because of of that energy. So I honestly didn't. I think he, he was a perfect role for this for this character. And I, I'm actually, I think all of them. I mean, all of them really sold it, even with like Julia Louise uh, Dreyfus, I think. From yeah, as the mom. mom and Octavia Spencer. I mean. Yeah, I actually didn't uh, recognize her when I first uh, saw the movie. It was like trying to place the voice, but it was just like I couldn't figure it out. I was kind of surprised by that. That and 
ironically enough, when I rewatched this with my mom, my mom was asking me who the, the actor actress was for. As soon as we found out that it was Julia, Julia, we and we both literally started listening to the voice. We're like, oh, now we hear it, <laughs> because we actually used to watch a show called a New, a New Adventures of Old Christine. Mm. And that was literally how we really got... Because, I mean, honestly, I wasn't a big fan of Seinfeld. But yeah. I loved the new Avengers of Old Christine. And as soon as I actually started listening to the character, I literally started hearing her voice with that character in that show. It's like, oh, wait. Now I hear it. And she said the exact same thing. So a lot of these characters, they really just sold it. And you completely forgot the talent with this. Because I was reminded that someone was comparing this film to the Netflix film Bright with mm-hmm. Will Smith and Joel Edgerton about um um I can I can understand why yeah considering it's a they're both films about like you know modern day mixed in with magic and science well that and like being the fact that they're now living like among different like magical races and stuff like that and it's it's a, a I the, the parallel of magical creatures now being involved in a modern world. I mean, I can honestly mm-hmm. see why they would be comparing to Bright, even though Onward's better. Yeah, because they no actually... No Will Smith, but Onward's better. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. That David Ayer still broke my heart after Suicide Squad. <laughs> and he has not apologized since. I think another thing that also helped was that they... Magic isn't something that is only given to, like, specific beings as... Like with what Bright did, it's just it just they just kind of made it's like no, we didn't lose our magic, we just got lazy and about learning it. Basically, yeah, it's basically like with people who read books. It's like I know English, <laughs> okay, but can you read it? No. <laughs> well, there's your problem. Uh, it definitely made it a little bit more believable to see, like you know. Uh, the main hero like do magic as opposed to like you know it's like oh but he's been living his life as a normal kid it's like well it's just because his people forgot to learn how to do it it's not that hard people just believe <laughs> just think of yourself as the greatest most egotistical person and I'm pretty sure you can find a way to make it work somehow there uh, how, did, how did you uh, feel when um because like there was a lot of controversy apparently with like one of the cops that uh, pulled him over in that one scene. What, what was the controversy over? Um, it was just the realize. It was just like when one of the cops revealed that you know they had a girl uh, that they were lesbian. Uh, saying it's like, oh. oh yeah, my girlfriend's daughter. It's like, uh, okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Apparently, just like you know, like some countries, you know, like could get kind of strict about that. Like even Russia was like kind of like that, but they kind of like had to change <laughs> up the dialogue a little bit to like use like, uh. Le- uh, less appropriate pronoun or more appropriate pronouns like uh I, I to make it seem like oh it's my partner god damn people I'm, are getting stupid yeah well that's their own culture in general that's uh what to worry about but it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like i mean for me it's like it didn't it wasn't that much of a bother i mean it's like it wasn't really like a main it, they didn't really think make it that much of a big deal in the movie so it's like it's not like it's something that would like i don't know i feel like some people are overreacting I didn't have a problem, any problem with that. That to me, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I, I guess about it, and I think it's ridiculous. People are are uh, overreacting towards that scene. That 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 was it, it is listed as like one of the major things about it. Like it's it's one of those films where it's like you know Disney tries to like be productive for its American audience or progressive for its American audience, but then it's like other countries are still a little bit behind in that sense. 
uh, I guess I uh, go off of this. Uh, what would you say is like your favorite scene from the movie? Oh God. Because I know definitely my scene is like the when they're trying to drive, uh, where they're trying to get the gas can working, and then they have that car chase. Mm. Like I know that's like kind of a whole sequence in itself, but it's like if I had to pinpoint a moment, it's like that. That'd be one of those moments. Uh, oh God, that that's a hard question for me. Oh Jesus. He wasn't in the movie. Unless you want to count the manicure. Mm. If you want to thank God's woman. I mean, I would believe Octavia Spencer is God's child. <laughs> and that amazing. In all honesty, there's a couple of scenes that I absolutely loved. Yeah, I, I think I do um, have one more. But especially because of... Um, there's actually two that I'm thinking of that are on like the sweet side of me loving and one that I just think is really relatable especially for me right now given how I've been feeling lately um because th- I honestly couldn't pick between these three scenes I really couldn't be and there's they're for specific reasons mm-hmm. one is the scene where he's in his bedroom and he's he's listening to the tape recorder of his dad's voice and he's like kind of trying to emulate the the conversation that he might actually possibly have with this voice. To me, it was it was bittersweet, but also a really really sweet moment. Being the fact that he's trying to kind of have somewhat he's trying to make something that doesn't exist exist, which I'm sure yeah. a lot of people have done, especially with with their own parents and stuff like that. That I absolutely I loved. I, thought, I just thought it was a really, really sweet seeing that, and when, when they show that picture of um, on the wall of uh, the mom being pregnant with her husband or their dad on the side of her, and then the, their little brother touching his hands on her stomach and, and smiling <laughs> that, my mom and I both loved, we thought it was adorable. Just like how proud he was of, of that, he's like, this is my little brother, and his, his hands are on his, uh, her stomach. Um, the other scene, which, the scene where, that I'm talking about, which was like a really relatable scene, was the one where he had to bring the drawbridge down. That scene, because everyone at some point in their life can probably relate to that scene of not being entirely sure you can do it. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally do it, you're just like, oh my god, yes. And then mm-hmm. you're, when, when you're, you're just, it, it's that moment of oh god i can actually do this that i absolutely love when his brother's like when he says i knew that rope and he's like oh but did you yeah i think anybody who teaches their kids like how to swim can definitely relate to moments like that oh yeah and the the last scene honestly that i'm thinking of is them bringing back their dad and and the scene of um him sitting on the hill by his dad's legs, mm-hmm. going over the list and realizing, oh, wait, my brother, and realizing he's had all these moments yeah. with a father-like figure, and just, like, the entire thing of him bringing back his dad, having his brother have that, finally have that goodbye moment, um, mm-hmm. being told that that's what his dad told him, all this stuff, I'm just like, it's like tear-jerker, tear-jerky worthy, and I'm like, God damn it, this movie. Yeah, I, considering uh, considering I'm someone who's lost both his brother and dad before, it's like that oh, that moment definitely, uh, it's like a lot of these moments definitely can hit, it definitely hit me hard like a ton of bricks, especially there's uh, uh, 
my brother was like a massive Simpsons fan, like our entire family was. So it's like to to see that the Simpsons short that they played in front of this uh, play date with Destiny, it's like, and to see a fiddle uh, play in front of this kind of movie in particular, it's like, it definitely felt like a tidal wave of emotion, just like real uh, feeling like, you know, my older brother was there with me and like, I guarantee you, or I, I guess you'd probably be thinking the same way of being like, yeah, I would have done what this guy, because I actually, he kind of did do what, yeah, what Barley did in the movie, just being the, helping his dad out, being mm-hmm. the supportive, like, second parent uh, to help him out. That last, uh, that last shot where he's, like, looking through the rocks and seeing oh, yeah. his dad with Barley, that got me bawling. Like I said, just that, I think the part that actually got me wanting to cry was, I mean, like, even before, I'm just, like, you're getting a little bit tear jerky, tear jerky with 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 it, and like watching him, ha- watching his brother have like these moments with their dad. But the minute he says, he he said he's proud of the 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 man you turned out to be, and he said, and he said, well, I he has a good your uh, good reason as to why that is, and he said, he kind of said that too, and I'm like, and, and deep inside, I'm just like, oh my god, this is too freaking much. I'm like, God yeah. damn, dude. Uh, yeah, it just, it, yeah, it's like, I, 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 you're literally getting teary. I just like that with you talking. It, it's, it's, it gets, it's, an, it gets me emotional. It's like, it did a good job of that. I can't deny it. Aww. <laughs> uh, it could be niche, but for me, it, it's a niche that worked. Like, I, I'm so glad I got to see this. And now this that it's on Disney. This might sound stupid to say, but I think it's more of a, of, of, a niche to for a, a, a Disney owned animation company to once again portray a, a woman as the damsel in the stress needing a man to save her. Hmm. To me, that's more niche than, than, than the, the movie. Yeah, I, I, I guess that, I guess that's a good point. Because I mean, they've honestly run that, that story line into the ground at this point but like with there's not a whole lot of i mean maybe like with with the princess not the princess bride um the princess uh, princess uh and the frog i think yeah or the fr- 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 or whatever you know what I'm princess about. and the frog right. yeah um with with the whole concept of her working hard working working until and until she's tired and then an hour later having to get up or like a second later having to get up and go to what you know <laughs> You know all, what? All these concepts that Disney it keeps. I'm like. You know what they call that niche? Human. <laughs> well, I think the niche of onward is human too. But they're trolls. Who gives a shit what what breed they are? It's just it's. But I mean it's it's. I mean, like I said, they they do a good job with including certain things, but I've never seen animated film more relatable. Than onward personally with with the themes that they're including and stuff like that even like the themes of including Matt the, this used place used to be a magical place magic mm-hmm. used to be everywhere and then as you grow older people just stopped practicing it because these magical creatures created fire or created electricity or whatever and you're really seeing a mermaid texting on the phone in a freaking pool I'm like <laughs> I loved that concept of literally just making it to where, yes, magic doesn't exist anymore, or at least it does. People just got lazy and freaking stopped practicing it. 
I like how one of the first things you brought up was like, we learned how to create fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm now just imagining, like, the, the bunch of wizards in the prologue just, like, walking up to a caveman who's like, Ugh. Well, technically... Uh... Technically... That was a scene in Onward. Was it? Did I just forget they that? Were, they were... I think that they were supposed to portray, or supposed to be cavemen, but they were like early onset cavemen in, uh, in, in movie terms. Okay. With like, in like ogre breed form. I don't think that they were capable of speaking English, and they were literally trying to build a fire in a freaking wizard comes walking around a mountain and I just got that term just now with she'll be coming around the mountain <laughs> I just got that just now and uh, literally sees them trying to build a goddamn fire and wait because they're literally rubbing rocks together on sticks trying to create this goddamn thing and this wizard just comes around and goes starts a fire and they're just like Literally. So technically, <laughs> that was a scene in the freaking movie. Okay, then that was my bad. I forgot. I, yeah. I admit, I only watched it. I've only seen it once so far, and that was the one time in theaters. It's been months. I think I've watched it, like, once in the theaters. I've, I, I watched it a second time this week, and I'm just like, oh, wait, I forgot about the scene. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, they, they technically, literally created this this concept of these magical creatures but instead of them being human they're magical creatures and it's the same freaking history and i'm like i love this i've never seen a movie more relatable this is freaking genius well now that dreamworks has done their caveman movie i think it's now time for pixar to step up and give us their <laughs> caveman story i, I can only imagine I could only imagine. it's like it's about rocks and it's about the history trying to... of history of the world Pixar edition. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> no, we gotta watch that movie. <laughs> history of the world. I saw uh, there was another one in there that I reminded her of. I can't remember what what was it. What what was it that I told you on that movie? Um, history of the world. Oh, a Ten Commandments. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. For a future episode, man. I will, I, I, I will find a way to bring that over any way I can, <laughs> digitally if I can find it. If not, I'll bring the Blu-ray player and, and a projector. Old-fashioned humor, you know, wholesome. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from that generation. <laughs> it was a good generation. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, so I, t- I, I mean, given everything from the the. It's, I'm sorry, the, the characters in Onward were very well developed. Mm. Very well developed. Every, I think every single one of them. The development of the storyline could not have been better. Could not have been more relatable. Everybody just deals with pixie biker gangs every day. Shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> it could not have... I just... Oh, God. I love this movie. <laughs> 
honestly listening to you talk about it again it's like it's getting me interested in going to watch it again and it was funny because like uh when my nephew first heard about it he was kind of overjoyed realizing he get to watch he got to watch it a lot sooner with it being on disney plus during the <laughs> pandemic uh and afterwards it's like he started trying to recreate the spells again and it was just so cute Aww. so now i'm thinking oh he's ready for harry potter <laughs> One of these days. God, one of these days, I will be going, finally going to Harry Potter land one of these days for the first time. I hope I get my wand in the shape of a thunderbolt, like an actual thunderbolt that I can be like, I shot you! (laughs) And if not, I stab you. But I mean, um, yeah, it's just... I'm a muggle, but I'm a violent muggle! I don't honestly even know if they were would be capable of it, but I would love to see them make a second onward if possible. But I just every everything about this movie to me was just magical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah I really enjoyed it, and uh, it definitely comes close to being in my among my favorite Pixar films. Uh, I definitely need to watch it again, like I said, to really cement that in. I don't know how they're actually going to be able to do a sequel considering, <laughs> you know, COVID kind of took a big chunk of its money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if... if boss, uh, and they've also kind of said they're going to lighten up on sequels at this point, so who knows? Maybe somewhere down the line we'll, we'll get Onward too. But, I mean, yeah, th- this was, in my opinion, one one of the best animated films I've seen in a very long time. Um, And that says something coming for me because I'm a big fan of animation. I'm a big fan of Disney. Uh, But when it comes to, excuse me, when it comes to like character development and stuff like that, I I think this for me is, I don't know if I want to say equivalent, but close to Frozen 2 with both development of storyline, characters, animation, etc. Just like, Maybe possibly Frozen 2 is a little bit more developed because I mean I saw animation in there. It's like, oh wow. Yeah. That literally took my breath away. Olaf's death still gets me every time. Um, oh that... spoiler, but quote unquote death. But that that's for another day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean when when it comes but I definitely feel this was this was one of the best animated films. Made in a long time. I mean, my favorite Pixar film is still uh, still Inside Out, but mm. uh, but yeah, Onward. Uh, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't put it past it if it like yeah, if it I, did enough to at least get me crying as much as Inside Out did. Inside Out is probably like. I'm I'm, I'm honestly gonna say as far as like say that's honestly a contender for my favorite film of the decade um, or the last decade. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I loved film. Inside Out. I mean, Me I too. loved Inside Out, but I, and it definitely, it's definitely in like the top, but again, that, that's a thing yeah. for another day. Yeah. We'll, Inside we'll, Out we'll discuss uh, yeah, we'll, we'll at a later date. We'll definitely be discussing Inside Out another day, but yeah, <laughs> Onward for me, definitely a thumbs up Yeah, for, for, for anyone at any age. And uh, for me, if you really want the complete experience of it, uh, first watch the Maggie Simpson short Playdate with Destiny, and then enjoy Onward. Then it can make it. Then you can really pretend like you're in the movie theater. 
But seriously, I, I, when the hell is that baby going to grow up? <laughs> the Simpsons? Yes. I was just thinking of that this week. Uh, they're, they're never going to age. Like, when the hell is that baby ever going to get freaking Well, I think, I think it's funny enough. I was actually going through the series the other day. It's like, I actually found an episode uh, where they discussed Behind the Laughter where Lisa's talking with the public after they, like, they kind of make it like the Simpsons are real people and they're doing the show uh, uh, for Fox as like a reality show. And Lisa's like, for the, pe- for the show's progression, I was forced to take anti-growth hormones. <laughs> so that's what's been going on. Oprah's just been injecting his kids with anti-growth hormones. Oh God. Stop madness. <laughs> but madness is funny. Oh God. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that we'll call it from there. Uh, so with that, uh, I am Merrick Uh This has been uh, Thumbs Up or Down, You Decide. And I've been joined by... Melissa Leach. And... Maya Taylor. <laughs> and with that, we will see you guys next time. Take care. <laughs>